The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. A man in today's world wants support and guidance when tackling life's problems, but many times we feel that we need to keep our heads high and just deal with it. You know, that's not always the way to handle the issues. Now, there's Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. From health issues to family, workplace, sports, and more, we're here to provide a frank and open discussion of the topics men need to hear. Now, here's your host, Carl Bobo. Good afternoon, good day, good morning, depending upon where you are, Fundamen. How are you? What's happening? Hope everybody is doing fantastic. Wherever you are in this world listening to this podcast, we uh, here at Fundamentals and the Voice America family wish you nothing but the best because that's that's what we're all about. It's positive and we want to see the whole world doing well. So it's certainly good to uh, have you tune in with us today. I, I must say, I feel fantastic today. And I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting up there and I'm saying, you know, why do I feel so good today? Uh, one, probably because I'm addressing the fundamental and I always enjoy that. But but sometimes, you know, you, when you just start looking at life, it just has a way of making you feel good. So I, I feel good today and I'm always optimistic uh, that things will work out. Hey, look here, uh, before we uh, dive into things on, on today, I want to give a, a few shout outs uh, out there because I, I do want to recognize uh, a few followings. Um, look here, uh, I want to talk, recognize those in the UK. Yeah, those are some followers. We've got a, I was informed, we've got a tremendous following uh, in UK and we want you to know that we, we hear you, we see you, we appreciate you. And we say welcome, and uh, uh, hopefully one day very soon we can schedule a seminar out that way and, and really come together face-to-face so that you can get to know me better, I can get to know you, and uh, that way we can all uh, do what we can to impact this great world that we live in. Uh, also, on the foreign side, I want to also send a shout-out to uh, a, a significant group in Germany. We appreciate you turn, uh, tuning in. Uh, just want you know, we, we hear and see you as well, and we appreciate it uh, so very, very much. Uh, from a domestic uh, perspective, uh, want to shout out to New York uh, is the top uh, in America that is, is reaching out to us, and uh, in California as well, coming in at number two. So to all of you all, we want to just send a shout out, and not limited to those four. These happen to be uh, just the top four foreign and domestic, but uh, we have been fortunate and blessed enough that our message is going across the world, touching a lot of different people, a lot of different uh, countries, and we really appreciate it. And it's uh, our, our goal and our purpose that we can get together one day and, and all come face to face. I like to have something uh, that we do 
uh, foreign as well as domestically. We can bring a lot of people in from all across the world and and see if we can have a great conference and make some things happen. But but we do want you to know that we recognize you and certainly do appreciate you. And uh, I want to personally thank you for tuning in to Fundamentals, the show that focuses on men, but has also proven to be enlightening to the women in our listening audience as well. And we thank you all, the ladies in our listening audience who uh, tune in from time to time to uh, learn a little bit more about the wonderful species of men, because we all, after all, are good people. We're good men, and we appreciate you, and we thank you for appreciating us. Hey, look here, I'm your host, Carl Bobo. Welcome. Look here, the other day, I want to share share something with you that happened to me the other day. I was at the grocery store, and yes, fundamental, I do go to the grocery store. Yes, because I actually like to cook, and therefore I like to go and get certain things that I want to get. But this particular time, my wife happens to be out of town on business. But I was at the grocery store the other day and got into a conversation with a senior citizen in line. And I mean, this, 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 this lady just blew me away. I mean, we, we're sitting in line uh, and we just started talking about life in general. She had the most beautiful smile that you'd ever seen. I mean, almost as nice of a smile as my wife's because I actually think, and I'm not trying to do brownie points, but the reality is I think she just has the best smile in the world uh, when she's smiling at me. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. Uh, but uh, as as we stood there in line, and uh, this lady, remember her name was Barbara. Because that's how that's how the conversation went. She even introduced herself, and uh, all the the checkers they knew her. But we we just started talking about life, and we were just in line, just laughing and just uh, talking and having a grand old good time. And then I'm kind of one of these curious people. Remember, I always try to tell you all to live curiously, because I think if, if, if we live you know, curiously, then um, you, you have a tendency to grow a little bit uh, versus kind of being closed up. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious. So I was started looking around at other people in different lines in the store. And, and one thing that just really jumped out is I said, no, we're the only ones smiling. We're the only ones laughing. We're the only ones having a good time. And it seemed like as I looked on the face of a lot of other shoppers in there, I could just see somewhat of a stressed look on their face. And it got me to thinking about a topic that I really want to address with us today uh, and entertain. And, and, and I hope you get something out of this as I do, but, but I do want to challenge us. And, and the topic that I want us to use as our topic of discussion today is, listen to this, don't die until you're dead. <laughs> now, that's a topic for you right there. I hope you like that and get that as much as I do. Think about it again. Don't die until you're dead. Fundamental, look here. We all 
will die one day. We all know that. Everybody recognize that. Everybody's going to die. Everybody's going to take that, as I call it, got to take that last ride. But what I want to encourage you to do and challenge you to do is try not to die before you're dead. You know, try to live a little bit. Try to enjoy life a little bit. I mean, I, I see too many people walking around already dead. Life has taken their spirit away. Again, as I was in the grocery store, just looking around, I mean, this the Barbara, her light was shining so bright that I, it just was contagious to me. I could just feel it, the energy there. But as I looked around at everybody else, I said, what in the world is going on? I actually felt I was watching some type of sci-fi movie and that uh, we were the only two people alive and everybody else was uh, 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 kind of mummies. But but what I want to challenge you is look here. Let's, let's learn to live a little bit from the men as well as guests. Here's the deal. The goal of so many people is just to survive. And that's pretty sad. It's just to survive. And for many, this is a daily achievement. Just survival. Now, don't I get it and I understand the difficulties of life. I understand the trials that people go through in life. So don't don't misunderstand and think that I don't understand some of the things that are going on in the minds of individuals and why uh, they're, they're, they're struggling for just survival because that's one of the reasons we came together as fundamental. You know, we talked about that man cave. We talked about uh, the pressure of, of being a man, of being a husband and being a father and, and, and working and supporting and all of that stuff and some of those closet thoughts that men have when they're in that man cave. So we, we talk about that. So I actually get it. But at the same time, we've got to learn not to allow life to beat us down, you know, because here's the real, real thing. For people who are really growing in life, for people who are really going somewhere in life, for people who uh, are getting the most out of life and experiencing happiness on a daily basis, they have a different mindset than just trying to survive. They have a different mindset than just going along to get along. So what I want to do, Fundament, is I want to challenge you and I want to challenge me. Listen to this. To die young as late as possible. Now, I want you to sit on that for a second. Ah, that's deep. Uh, if you don't think it is, shame on you. That's deep right there. Let me say it again. I want to challenge you and challenge myself to die young as late as possible. 
You think about that. And when I say a challenge, uh, not only you and challenge me, fundamentally, you have to understand. And I think that's probably why I feel so good today is, you know, the things that I share with you, I'm not the one that is talking at you. I'm hopefully talking with you. I, I, I hope that we're actually kind of having this conversation together because I practice everything that I try to teach you. And as I'm preparing different things for our conversations and things that you bring to my attention that uh, you want me to talk about, you know, as I'm researching or as I'm thinking about it and studying and preparation, I apply those same principles to my life as well. Like here. Several years ago, I met a man who inspired this particular thought in my mind. And the thought I'm talking about is is this theme, don't die before you're dead. Don't die before you're dead. You know, I, I met him while I was working in corporate America. Now, this guy made a, a, a lasting impression on my life because He's he's the kind of guy that believes a stranger is simply a friend that he hasn't met. And I mean, I've been around him enough over the years that this is literally how he is. It doesn't, there's no such thing as a stranger to him. It's just simply a friend that he hasn't met. And everywhere he goes, he come, he tries to come in contact. I mean, anybody he comes in contact with, he tries to introduce himself and does something for them. Think about, it. you know, every room that he walks into is literally, and I mean literally brighter, just by his presence. I'm sure you've met somebody like that in your life, and if you haven't, please keep cheap trying because it's, it's, it's marvelous. Every person that he comes in contact with, they leave feeling better. I remember re- reading a quote, a comment about uh, a few people before, and they talk about, you know, just how that even if they only spend two seconds with you or 10 seconds, that their eye contact is so strong that they make you feel that you're the, only, you're the most important person in the world, even for that brief moment. This is this is the type of guy I'm talking about. You know, every obstacle to him is is an opportunity. And I want you to know his 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 attitude is simply contagious. I don't have another word to put it. It's just contagious. It captured my attention so much, and probably this is probably the reason that I'm I was so fascinated with him. But because I remember my uh, freshman year at college, I uh, went to Arizona State, and I was my freshman year there. I ended up attending a Bible class, and. Uh, the teacher made a comment in the class uh, about a statement that Jesus made in, in Matthew 5 where he says, you are the salt of the earth. And in my young, simplistic mind, I said, hmm, salt of the earth. What does that mean? And I reasoned with that within myself because he didn't really explain it in that particular case. I reasoned with it with my mind uh, within myself. And I I said, "Okay, it makes sense to me. I think what he's saying is just as salt makes food taste better. My understanding was that he was saying that children of God should make this world taste better. 
Now, I'm not trying to give a theological uh, definition of it right here, but what I'm trying to tell you is this is how I viewed it uh, at that particular time. I said he said he was challenging his audience that uh, uh, that just as salt makes the food that we eat taste better. And I know many of us eat too much of that salt, and that's why we've got blood pressure and all kind of stuff going on. But just as that's happening, he said, you know, food, excuse me, we should make the world uh, taste better. From that point on, I literally had my eyes open and my ears open to those who I believe kind of season the earth. In other words, make the earth a better place to live. Because I, I've come to believe that life is not so much about what we receive from it, but what we give back to it. You know, it's not all about receiving, but it's about giving. You know, I think it was Kennedy that said, you know, ask not what your country can do for you, but what can you do for your country? It's a similar thing. You know, some time ago, I I heard a story about this injured soldier. And and he was kind of in a makeshift army hospital uh, just on the outskirts of where a big battle was being fought. And he had multiple injuries and and was really feeling down about himself and about his situation. He started asking himself the normal questions that most of us would ask. You know, first of all, you know, why me? I mean, he 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 was he was seriously injured, so why me? My life will never be the same uh, from this point on. I wish I had never enlisted. He had all of this stuff going on in his mind. And the story goes on to say that uh, he had tears in his eyes and uh, just running down uh, his face and his cheeks. And he had a broken spirit. And then all of a sudden, in the midst of those tears, he heard some bombs going off near the army hospital. And it was just one after another and after another and after another. And before he knew it, they said the hospital was being overrun with wounded soldiers. I mean, so much that the nurses and doctors couldn't even keep up with the demand of everybody that was being brought into them. They just had bodies laying everywhere and were just trying to get to people as much as they could and were, were basically not, not, not even touching the surface. This particular soldier who we're talking about, who the story is about, said, you know, when they said when he, when he observed the chaos, without even thinking, he immediately got up and started tending to patients, just trying to just just trying to offer a hand. You know, he 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 was not a trained physician or nurse, and not even a nurse assistant. But he he saw all of his comrades, fellow people that some that he knew and some that he didn't know, and he was trying to do everything that he could to just you know help out a little bit. And sometimes he would just offer a comforting word. Sometimes he did grab some some. Uh, alcohol and some uh, water and different stuff and try, try to wipe it, uh, clean, clean a few wounds after a while. And he said they were busy all day and all night because of all the injuries. Well, after things finally started to settle down, 
and as his adrenaline calmed down, he said now, he said he realized that life had just taught him a valuable lesson. You see, fundamentally, once he stopped focusing on his own situation and started helping others, that his overall situation and outlook approved immediately. He said he began to start feeling better. Even the injuries that he had, he said they weren't as painful as they were prior to. He said even his outlook on life and what he had been complaining about and the frustration and why me and I wish I hadn't enlisted. He said those thoughts left his mind immediately. See, fundamental, what I want you to understand and my challenge to all fundamental and listening audience again is we, we, we need to start living. And we need to embrace life. Again. To die young as late as possible. I know we all going that way, but but oh no, we we can die young. We can we can enjoy life. I mean that that barber lady I met at the grocery store. One thing I saw in her. That's what I saw in her eyes. That's what I saw in her smile. She had more energy than anybody in the store. You know, if you've ever uh, been to my website, you know, and you probably heard the announcer saying before the show that it's at choose the number two, EmbraceLife.com. And you will see the emphasis is on getting the most out of this life. You know, we we only have one shot at it. So let's get the most at it. This one, to get the most out of this one chance of life that we have. You know, life is short. Mind how, how fast time goes by. And we just can't afford to allow it to just slip by us. So, so I'm a big believer in getting the most of life, embracing life, cherishing life, literally grabbing a hold of everything that life has to offer. But not only uh, in my title is, is the focus on embracing life and that the choice is yours. One, your view, uh, uh, your, uh, your view and experience is a choice. Choose it. Make it. Make, decide what, how you want your life to be. Make a decision because you actually uh, are in control of it. You know, uh, we have two types of people in this world, and they think two different ways. When you see that glass sitting on the table that is partially filled with water, the choice is all yours in how you view that glass. You can view it as half empty or you can view it as half full. That's nothing that you haven't heard before, but that's your choice. You can also choose to embrace life. It's your choice because your perception on things and circumstances, fundamentally, it affects your life more than you realize it. I had to learn this more than we realize it. It's all about our perception. Secondly, you know, in, in that title of my, my, my website, you know, you'll notice that I use the number two uh, instead of the more grammatically correct T-O. And the reason I did that is because I wanted my audience to understand that life is not about you and I. That's not what it's about. 
we have to bring somebody along with us. It's about reaching out and helping somebody else out. And if everybody would reach and help somebody else out, we would actually conquer this particular whole world and spread this beautiful uh, attitude amongst everybody. You know, I tell you, that's that's one of the reasons I, I've learned and I try to make it a point to uh, uh, that no matter where I'm going in on, on, or what's happening in my life, to say something kind to everybody I come in contact with. Just something. After all, that might be the only kind word they hear that day. Think about it. I try to open the doors for ladies. Yeah, I'm still there. I'm still that I'm still that old school guy that believes in opening the doors. So not just for my wife, but I do it for anybody I see. Any lady I see, I believe that's just that's just how I am. Uh, I, I use phrases like thank you. You know, it's my pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Because I want to impact people that are coming in contact. Now I used to uh, compliment people on the tire, but that can be misconstrued, so I don't do that anymore. But 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 I really try to do whatever I can to lift people up. I mean, we got people got enough things in life to bring them down, and that's why I think you had all those people in in the grocery store looking stressed, uh, stress all in the face, and and Barbara and I were the only two people that were smiling and having a great time. See, I realize fundamentally. I can't control all of the negative stuff going on in our world, but I can have an influence on what and who I encounter in my world. And my world is the the people that I come in contact with on a day-to-day basis. You can have an impact on those that you contact, come in contact with on a day-to-day basis. You know, I, uh, uh, I actually think a lot of uh, religious people need to understand this message. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, If you want to know why the, uh, church attendance is down, it's because not enough people are letting their light shine. Not enough people have the right attitude. Not enough people have the right perspective on life. You know, uh, recently, recently, my wife and I visited a a church, and I'm gonna be honest with you. It, you know, it's it supposed you know, church supposed to make you feel good, but man, we walked in that. I mean, the singing was dead. Everybody had a frown on their face. It just seemed, I mean, the atmosphere was dead. Nobody was smiling at each other. The man was up there speaking and people weren't paying attention and on their uh, their smart their smartphones. And I'm sitting up and saying, well, this, is, this is bad. And then get this. After, when they got toward the end of service, then a the guy got up and he wanted to welcome the visitors. And then, and in his welcome, he wanted to express how much they appreciate us being there. And you need to come over here and join us because this is where it's happening and all that stuff. And man, I looked at my wife and she looked at me and it's like, you, you, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you want us to join you and, and you already, depressed. I can be depressed all by myself. You know, see, what we have to understand, and I think even church people have to understand, is that people are drawn to excitement. You know, people are drawn to drawn to enthusiasm. 
I can be depressed, as you say, all by myself. If you are selling something, you need to sell it enthusiastically. And regardless of what religion you are a part of, you're selling with your God. Well, you need to sell it enthusiastically. You can't sell it with your head down and depressed and all of that good stuff. I used to tell my salesman all the time that you, you can't be depressed in presenting a product that you feel is a solution to your audience's situation. If you're not presenting it positively, why in the world would you expect them to buy it from you? Now, I know I, I can almost hear somebody on the, uh, on the airwaves saying, oh, wait a minute, Carl, you know, uh, religious people have problems just like everybody else does. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But you're missing my point. I'm impressed by the funder man who lost his job, and I know it but you can't tell on the outside by how he carries himself. I'm impressed by the funder woman who has gone through a divorce. Children are incorrigible, but still has her head up and a smile on her face and is saying something to brighten somebody else's day. That's the unique person. That's the person who's got it. We all have problems. We all have situations in our own individual lives. But it's how we deal with our problems. That's what separates us from everybody else. Hey, look here, we've gone a little bit long on this first section, so we're going to take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, basically, you know, how to put some enthusiasm in your work as well as in your life. Uh, so we'll be right back in just a moment. You've been listening to Fundamentals, and this is Carl Bobo. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. This is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Fundamentals. 
Funderman, Funderman, Funderman. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got to look at your host. I tell you, I got a little carried away in that first section and, and just blew by a break. But uh, I, I told you I felt good today. So you got to understand, so every now and then, it's just the way it is, and sometimes we just got to go with the flow. But but appreciate your patience, and uh, we're going to uh, just basically have two sections today, and, and then we'll close this out. So so what I want to talk to you now, you know, we, as we talked about, I, I challenge you, I said, don't die until you're dead. So how do we do that? How do you not die until you're dead? Well, let me tell you, it starts with enthusiasm. That, that I'm telling you, it starts with enthusiasm. There's a guy named John Wood who gave some valuable points on ways to put more enthusiasm in your work and life. And I want to share some of that. And let's talk through that a little bit, because I think it can help all of us as we try to master this. So the first thing that you need to do to become more enthusiastic, watch this. You have to start acting more enthusiastic. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, you know, playing a role in, in a play in school. If you want to be enthusiastic, you got to first start acting it. You've got to force yourself to act enthusiastic. And I'm here to tell you, if you do it, you, excuse me, you will become more enthusiastic. I, I was not always the way you hear me right now. And I wasn't always energetic I mean, it's it's things that I've had to learn. And as I learn to embrace life, as I learn to see life differently and appreciate the different things of life, I practiced and it became a part of who I am. You know, um, a since deceased businessman, a guy named Edward Butler, said these powerful, powerful words. He said, every man is enthusiastic at times. He said, one man has enthusiasm for 30 minutes, another man for 30 days, but it is the man who has it for 30 years that makes a success out of his life. We've all been enthusiastic, whether watching a game, you jump up and shout at some type of athletic event or watching your children do something. We, already, we all have our moments. But what we've got to work on is how our moments become our lifestyle. Second thing, you got to define your goals and what you need to do to achieve them. Believe it or not, this will help you with enthusiasm. Define your goals and what you need to do to achieve them. Because here's the reality from the man. If you don't know where you're going, you're probably going to end up somewhere else. <laughs> That's true. Don't, don't just wander through life. If you don't know where you're going, you will probably end up somewhere else that you did not intend to go in the first place. So define your goals and what you need to do to achieve them. Third thing is get organized. Believe it or not, little things like that help you. Get organized. Get a system together that will squeeze the most productivity out of each day and stick to it. Listen, I'm working on this one hard right now because I've recently left corporate America because I wanted to focus on fundamentals and, uh, fund and fundamentals in general. And, and 
I had to learn to change my schedule and 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 do things differently. I'm, and I haven't perfected this thing yet. I'm I'm trying to challenge myself to even get up earlier and earlier and earlier to get the most out of life. You know, uh, don't procrastinate or get distracted. Fundamentally, keep focused on the task at hand, and you'll turn every workday and in, uh, into a success. Number four. I want you to draw strength from the positive. Remember the times in your life when you were most enthusiastic? We all have them. Just think back in your life when you were really most enthusiastic. I want you to feed off those positive feelings. Learn from the times you failed, but focus and draw inspiration from your successes. Did you all hear me? I hope, I hope you did and I hope you got, got where I'm going there. Number five, I want you to look for what is called aha moments. We've heard that before. We've heard it in different places. Uh, the media star, giant Oprah Winfrey has a segment on her show when she had her Oprah Winfrey show at, and even on her magazine, uh, what is it called? The Old. Uh, I've seen it. So my wife had it somewhere, but I, I think that's what it's called. If I made a mistake, I apologize. But it was dedicated toward this. You know, aha moments are those moments in life when uh, something happens that changes some aspect of your life for the better. Look for them. Train your eyes to look for them. And when you see them, record them. Write them down. Record them often. There was one example uh, uh, on the Oprah site that uh, from that 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 beautiful actress uh, Frida Pinto from Slumdog Millionaire. You guys remember that uh, movie? I think it won an Oscar, if I'm not mistaken. But she she's she's of uh, India descent, and she has this dark, dusky complexion. And in India, which I did not know, there was a prevalent notion that light skin was actually more attractive. And she went on to say that one day she was checking into a hotel in LA and she saw a lady whose skin was as pale as pale can be. And this particular lady said to her, I'd love to have your skin color. It's so beautiful. And Pinto thought for a moment, and she's like, wait a minute, now, in my country, it would be the opposite of being said. And she said that was her aha moment. She decided from that moment, I decided to stop thinking about my complexion and and my accent, that it weren't good enough, and be happy with who I am. This is what she said. You know, that's an aha moment. So I want you to focus in on those and look for them and record them and write them down and refer to them often. We all have them. Number six, don't dwell on the negative. I don't think I need to spend a whole lot of time on that. That should be pretty self-explanatory. Don't dwell on the negative. I don't like to be around negative people. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't come around me with no pity party. We all have issues. We all have problems. I don't dwell on the negative. I try to find the positive in every situation. Number seven, 
make a list of things in your life that you're grateful for. You know, when I'm when I'm out there doing seminars and, and, and talking to people, I kind of add a little bit twist to it because I want people to do I, I, I challenge my audience. I say, look, yeah, first thing I want you to do is 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 write down every problem you have. That's usually a homework assignment I give out. And I say, I want you to keep writing until you can't come up with not one more problem. I want I don't care how much paper you need. If you run out, let me know. I'll buy you some more. But write every problem in your life down. And then when they come back in the next day with all their list of problems, then I send them back home for the next homework assignment. And I say, okay, I want you to write all the positives down in your life, the things that you're grateful for. And every, from the man, listen to me, every single time I take people through this exercise, when they come back the next day and I say, you know, let, let's look at your list, they always start laughing. And they say, you know what, I'm still writing. Because the reality of it is, we've got so many good things going on in our life. We got way more than we realize. And I guarantee you that it doesn't matter what you're going through in life, you still have more positive things going on than negative. It's just all in perspective. You know, how do, how do you perceive this, your, your situation and how do you perceive life? So, so take, take some time to do that. I challenge you to. Now, I also want to challenge number eight. I want you to do something else. Make a list of things that make you happy. Think about it. A list of things that actually make you happy. Put a smile on your face. And then I want you to use it as a reminder of all the joy that is possible in life. Fundament, guess there's a lot of joy out there. We've just got to learn to focus in on it. And sometimes we allow life to distract us that we lose focus. Number nine, I want you to don't try to solve the entire world's problems at once. Come on, people. You know how we are. You know how some people can be. If, you, if it's not you, it's somebody you know. This can be overwhelming and leads to paralysis. And guess what? Then nothing gets done. What's that old saying? Rome wasn't built in a day. You can't solve the entire world's problems in a day. You can't solve your problems in a day. And that's one of the big challenges that we have is because we live in this instant society. We want stuff fast. I mean, I, you know, I mean, we want a fast iPhone. It just came out. What was it? Is it, is it the 7? I can't remember. A new iPhone. I'm sitting there saying, you know, why people going and trading? Every time a new one comes out, they want to get it. Why? Because it's supposed to be faster. Well, come on now. I remember back in the day when you didn't have that... Uh, that iPhone, you know, the cell phone was big. What it was, flip phones and stuff. So, come on, things are fast enough, but that's just how the society we live in. We want instant success, instant weight loss. Hey, can I take a pill and make me lose weight and wake up the next morning and be twenty pounds lighter? It's not gonna happen that day. Don't try to solve the world's problems in a day or yours because you will feel overwhelmed. Number ten. Identify what's holding you back and find a solution. That's pretty simple. If your weight is holding you back, find a solution. If your fear of public speaking is holding you back, go sign up for a class 
They've got them in different different colleges, adult colleges, community colleges, normal colleges. There's all kind of places you can take something on public speaking. Find a solution. If you have a business and you, you're having trouble getting it to, to your clientele and marketing your business, you know, find a solution. Don't procrastinate. Number 11, surround yourself with enthusiastic people. What did I tell you? I don't like negative people. Surround yourself with enthusiastic people. You know why this is important, fundamental? Because it's contagious. I'm here to tell you, it is contagious. Barbara in the grocery store was contagious. I, I remember how I'll never forget her. We actually went out separate doors in the grocery store and she had no idea what car I was driving, but she drove through the parking lot and passed me in my car and waved at me with a big smile. She, I remember her for the rest of my life. Number 12, perform random acts of kindness. It's amazing how that will make you feel. Remember the story we talked about the soldier. Once he got out from himself and started performing some acts of kindness, all of a sudden his situation improved drastically and it was overnight. Number 13, derive strength from your role models. Let me say that again. Derive strength from your role models. See, fundamentally, if you really want to be successful, find someone who's already achieved it, and I'm going to say, emulate them. Yes, I said it, emulate them. There's nothing wrong with emulating somebody else. Uh, you know, uh, Kobe Bryant, they say emulated Michael. I heard this guy on the uh Sports talk show the other day talking about he didn't have any respect for Kobe Bryant because he, he patterned his game after Michael Jordan instead of being him's own self. Man, that is the dumbest statement in the world. And I said it. I sure did say it. That guy was, was, it was foolish. All, all Kobe did through emulating Michael was he became one of the all-time greats to ever play the game. In emulating Michael, he created an empire for his family. In emulating Michael, he brought entertainment and joy to a lot of people all across the world. So, so what I'm here to say, people, don't be afraid to emulate someone else. I'm always looking for people that I can learn from. And let me tell you something. I'll take something that you have out there. By you doing something that, that I think can work in my world, I have no problem with using. I'll give you the credit for it. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. But the reality of it is, well, you derive strength from your role models. All right. Let's keep rolling. Number 14. Don't listen to naysayers. <laughs> Come on, under men. Naysayers are exactly what they are. They're naysayers. There's always negative people in the world. There's always people that are going to try to bring you down. There's always people that are going to uh, uh, try to discourage you from doing it. What's that old saying? Uh, misery does what? I believe it's misery loves company. You know, miserable people 
want to drain you down as well. So don't listen to naysayers. I think a lot of things that I want to do, if, if I'm not around positive people, I just keep it to myself because I don't need the negative energy and the negative vibe. I want to be around people who have the attitude that anything is possible, that, that if I believe it, I can achieve it because I really believe that our attitude uh, will determine our altitude. You, you've got to really uh, focus and be around the right people. Number 15, fundamental. And this, this one is extremely important in how to, to add that enthusiasm in your life, uh, in your work life, as well as in your personal life. You got to get your energy level up. Yep, get your energy level up. I, let me tell you something. How you get your energy level up, it's very simple. Something that you've heard from many times. I'm, this is not uh, some fun, uh, statement that's mind-blowing that you've never heard and going to open your eyes. No, here's the real reality. You got to start eating right. You have to start eating right. You know, get away from some of that processed food and, and sugar. Get sugar out of our diet. It's something we all have to do. You know, get your, I mean, traveling to different countries uh, allow me to see different things. They eat bread just as much we eat bread. Matter of fact, a lot of countries eat more bread than we do, but they don't have the same stuff in the sugars and stuff that we have in our bread. You know, so you got to learn to eat right fruits and vegetables and lean meats. Uh, I'm not trying to be a dietitian or anything like that, but I, but I do want to encourage you to do that. Also, you got to exercise. You, you have to exercise. If you get that Fitbit or whatever you got to go on, get, get, get to moving, get to moving. Walk on the job, walk around on your lunch break, move, park farther away than you normally would park. Uh, when I go to a shopping center, I don't try to get the, excuse me, the closest parking spot. I, I, I park way away. For one, it keeps your car from getting dings, but at the same time, it gives you a reason to get some more exercise in. You know, exercise gives you energy. Exercise helps you become more enthusiastic. And then uh, another thing in getting your energy up, and, and I struggle with this one, and I'm trying to get better, Fundament, is you got to get the proper rest. Believe it or not, it uh, you you have to get it. Now, what I've learned to do is, you know, I'm turning that TV, the TV, all that kind of stuff. I don't have time for. It. I got too many things going on in life, so you got to learn to turn that stuff off, turn it, out, cut down on some of that activity, and get into bed. You know, rest will help you in more ways than you realize. Not only will it help you from an enthusiasm perspective, but it'll also help your weight loss as well too. Because you can diet all you want, but if you're not getting the proper rest, it actually hurts you and it works against you. Number 16, remember, it's you who chooses how you view the world. The choice is yours. So remember, again, it's you who chooses how you view the world. So make sure that you view things and your situations and your circumstances in a positive light. Hey, look, what we're going to do right now is because I blew through that last break, we're not going to take one right now, but I want to give you a, a few things that we can talk about just uh, for the last few minutes that we have on, uh, you know, basically, I want to show you why we need to not die before you're dead. In other words, so why, why do you need to be more enthusiastic? Why do you need to not die before you're dead? And I've got four simple, simple 
principles right here. If you can write these down, then this show will be yours, Fundamental. First thing is, simply, it makes life more fun. And you can be old and depressed and walk around here with your head down all you want. But let me tell you something. When you approach life enthusiastically, when you approach every day enthusiastically, when you approach every hour, every minute, every second enthusiastically, when you have that mindset that I'm not going to die before I'm dead, when you have that mindset that you're going to die young, but a long time from now, it makes life fun. Way more. We only have one freaking life fundamental. And guess what? You are the author of your life. You can spend it bored and apathetic, which makes life dreary, slow, and painful. Or on the other hand, you can choose enthusiasm. Because see, enthusiasm is like that inner sun that just makes life easier, makes life shinier. And guess what? It makes the whole world a lot more enjoyable. All right, let me give you a second one. Not only is it a whole lot more fun, but it's more attractive to people. Think about it. It's more attractive to people. Enthusiasm is probably the most attractive quality a person can have. It's not the clothes you put on, even though your clothes can the clothes you put on can be a reflection of your enthusiasm. But realistically, enthusiasm is probably it's the most attractive quality that a person can have. It makes you attractive in relationships. It makes you attractive on your job. It makes you attractive out in public. You know, it's a wonderful quality to find in others. And, you know, we, we, we've all felt the effects of coming across someone just like this in our lives. You know, as I say, Barbara, senior citizen, attractive to me. Why? Because she was just happy. She, would, she, she had a light and a glow shining that anybody could see it. And not only did she make my day, I could tell every single cashier in there, they knew her by name and because she was making their days on a regular basis. You know, enthusiasm, you know, it tends to make all interactions and all relationships a whole lot more fun. And if you, if you haven't guessed it or not, I like to have fun. I like life. I like everything that it brings. And even when I've reflected back on my, my, my negatives and things like that in life, one thing that I found out when I reflect back and looked at them is that, hey, I made it through it. So therefore, it's changed my perspective because even when we have different issues, they don't last but so long. Thirdly, it's a more powerful way to communicate. Voice tonality 
and body language goes a long way. Enthusiasm, it literally makes you more attractive. And your words and your message, it makes them more powerful. Those feelings and and the, 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 the energy come through in your body language. And, you know, realistically, you know, our attitudes and feelings and energy, that actually makes up uh, about 90% of our communication. You know, about 90% if you really think about it. So we want to challenge you to sit back there and, and, and understand that the vibe that you give off when you're enthusiastic, the vibe that you give off when you are, 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 have that energy, it's, it's something that's powerful and it's, a, it's the most powerful way to communicate. I learned a long time ago, it's not so much what you say that has an impact, but how you say it. Uh, let me tell you something fundamental. I actually learned that also in my marital relationship because the reality of it is it's not what we say that has an impact, but how we say it. So, so we need to work on that a little bit. And then the fourth thing, and then we're going to wrap this up, is, is, is that I want to just challenge you to understand is that, you know, enthusiasm basically gets things done. It's that switch that turns on when, when, when you have it's that switch and makes stuff happening in your in your life and it makes it happen now several years ago I used to live in, in Charlotte and had an opportunity to go up to the NASCAR motor speedway the Charlotte motor speedway where the NASCARs are run at and, and I tell you you know those cars they are they, they look impressive but, but they're just a car but when they hit that switch and you hear that engine rev and the power that comes from it, it makes you say, wow, this is what's happening. What I'm saying fundamentally is when you carry that enthusiasm with you, it's like hitting that switch and your life will become more powerful. So the, cha- the challenge is for you and all of us today. Don't die before you're dead. Hey, look, I've enjoyed our time together, as I always do, and look forward to seeing you on next week. I want you to stay strong, keep your head up, and encourage somebody. And remember, man up, because we need to stand together. And if you see a man down, reach out and help him. This is Carl Bobo, and you've been listening to Fundamentals on the Voice America Network. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening this week to Fundamentals. Please join your host, Carl Bobo, again next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an awesome week.